How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Hey friends, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer, and today we're going to talk about money. We're actually going to talk about the five money mindsets that millionaires have that, well, most people don't. And for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now also on Amazon. Check it out. Now let's get on with the show. All right, let's talk about money. Did you know that 81% of Americans, 81%, that means uh, over four out of five Americans want to make more money than they currently do right now. Also, 44 million Americans have a side hustle. So they're trying to make more money on the side of their nine to five. Now, why are what you why is so much of the population so heavily focused on making more money when you know most of us are taught and told through movies and all these other things that money doesn't really make you happy and and really the per, you know the true pursuit of life is to be happier and more fulfilled right so why are so many people so locked into making more money well i'll tell you why because money really does run through every area of your life now money obviously can't bring you real happiness and we'll get to that uh in in a minute here as we keep going um but it can bring you a lot of things it can pull you out of uh scarcity and fear it can make sure that you have shelter and a roof over your head it can make sure you have a car to get around it can um you know having more money can help you you know we think about the Maslow's hierarchy at the very base level of Maslow's hierarchy, you have things like shelter and safety and money can actually buy you shelter and safety it can get you out of bad neighborhoods. It can get you uh, to places that are more safe. It can actually put a roof over your head. We think about uh, relationships and procreation and money will actually give you status and, and uh, you know, as a, a community being as a, um, you know, humans are social beings you know, people who have more money tend to be viewed as better and you are now more likely to procreate and have a good mate and things like that. Uh, from a health and wellness standpoint, you can you can afford proper, you know, the right health care. You can afford healthy food and you can afford to you can afford better knowledge to be able to take care of yourself. So money is very closely tied to every area of our life that a lot of these areas actually do bring us out of scarcity and out of bad situations and into abundance and into happiness and fulfillment and joy. Um, so while money doesn't directly bring you happiness, money can provide you a lot of opportunities that will actually bring you happiness. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about that right now. And I want to talk about the five uh, the five money mindsets of millionaires uh, that you may or may not have right now. And if you do have these, great, you might be well on your way. If you do not have these, well, you might need to focus on them a little bit more. 
So uh, the money mindset uh, of millionaires, number one that I always like to talk about uh, is millionaires set aside a certain amount every paycheck, every time that they bring money in. Now, this is something that I originally learned from The Richest Man in Babylon, which if you want to make more money, that might be one of the best books that you could ever read. It's a very simple, it's a very small book, but it really teaches you the basics of understanding money, how it works, and how to make money work for you rather than work against you, right? Um, and one of the things that they talk about, one of the first principles that they talk about in that book is if you make, <coughs> let's say you make 100 bucks. Well, for every 100 bucks, put $10 of it aside and live off of the 90 bucks. And obviously there's a lot of people out there that are like, Xander, you know, Xander, I, I, you know, I don't make enough to put 10% aside every, every paycheck, every two weeks, every month or something like that. And the reality is you do, you always do, right? Everybody always does. And this is, this is a principle that I call the, the law of the toothpaste tube. Okay. This is the law of the toothpaste tube. Have you ever, when you first get a toothpaste tube and you have a full toothpaste tube, like you just have all this toothpaste and you just, and you could just, you're toothpasting, you have, you're putting so much toothpaste all over your toothbrush and it's getting all over your hands because you just, you have an abundance of toothpaste, right? And then when you get to the end of that toothpaste tube, like you're making the tiniest little bit, the tiniest amount of toothpaste, you're like, just squeaking out a little bit of toothpaste and you're making that work for every time you brush your teeth, right? And you're making like five, 10 times, uh, 10 times the, the amount of, uh, toothbrushings for the same amount of toothpaste, right? And so the same thing happens with your money. Now, if you make a thousand bucks a month or you make 5,000 bucks a month, let's say, let's use 5,000 bucks a month as an example, right? If you make $5,000 a month, now, if you put aside 500 of that, you're not going to notice the difference. You're not going to notice the difference. This is, this is also Parkinson's law. We expand into the container that we are given. So if we, you know, if we start to live off 4,500 a month and we put 500 a month out of sight, out of mind, the problem is if we see it, we will use it. So literally open up a separate bank account in a separate bank or something like that, that every month you transfer this $500 into you will find that you end up start starting to save. And as you start to save that money, you'll have extra cash over the course of six months, a year, or several years. You can use this money to pay down debts, right? So there's, uh, you know, there's, there's differences between good debts and bad debts, and we'll talk about that in a second. But you can use this money to pay down bad debts like credit card debts and, and high, uh, high percentage yield debts that you should not have. Um, you can also use that money to invest once you've paid off your high percentage debts and you want to invest. You can start to put that into crypto or real estate or whatever it might be. But the first step is setting aside some money every month that is outside of your living expenses so that you can start to get that money to work for you, right? And then understanding how to make your money work for you is a really important piece as well. And we'll get to that in just a second here. So that's the first step. Uh, millionaires set aside money every single month. It doesn't matter how much you make. Every time I get a paycheck, I put aside a certain amount. And then obviously if I get more, I put aside more. But every time I get a paycheck, I put aside a certain amount. Now, step number two, the money mindset number two is money flows. Money flows. Now, a lot of us, a lot of us when we're growing up, we're given these ideas, these beliefs about how money doesn't grow on trees and uh, you know, we, we, we have these beliefs around, we need to hoard our money to keep us safe because, you know, if we have a bunch of money sitting on the side, then in case something bad happens, we've, we've got this stockpile. But the reality is I want you to think of money like a hose. 
I want you to think of the flow of money like a hose. Now, if you stopped the, if you put your hand over a hose, right? Well, obviously no money will go out of it, but also no money will come into it, right? So money is like a pipeline or money is like a hose. And if no money's flowing out of it, no money will go into it. And this is a huge issue because this is what most people do. Most people try and stockpile and save their money and then they have this big pile, but they're actually preventing the money from flowing. And this second mindset is what actually allows the first mindset to work, right? So if you're, if you're making $5,000 a month, you're bringing in 5,000, you also have to allow that money to flow and you're going to invest and you're going to spend some of it and you're going to be bringing in 5,000 more. But as you bring in 5,000 on one side, you're only going to let 4,500 flow out the other side. And you're going to siphon off a little bit, that 10%, right? But if you ever stop this hose, you can never siphon that money off. But if you siphon off a little bit and then you invest that back into yourself or you invest that back into your ability to make more, more money, your education, your knowledge, uh, mentorship, right? Then you can grow your ability to produce more income. And now all of a sudden, instead of producing $5,000 a month income, you're now producing uh, six or seven or eight or $10,000 a month income. Now, once you're producing $10,000 a month income and you're siphoning off uh, 10%, you're now siphoning off $1,000 a month. You can see how important this process becomes, but you're also left with a lot more money. You could even siphon off 20% at that point. You can siphon off you know, uh, $2,000 per month and then keep 8,000 for your own payment and your own pleasure, right? So money flows and you want this money to flow properly like a pipeline. And if you ever stop this pipeline, It'll actually cause you to stop the flow of money and it'll stop you from growing your ability to earn income. So that's the second mindset I want you to understand is that money was money was born to flow. Money is an energetic exchange, right? And we'll talk about the definition of money in, in a second here, but money was designed to flow from one area to another. And when you stop it from flowing, you actually prevent it from coming in as well. So uh, money mindset number three, invest, don't spend. Invest, don't spend. Now, <coughs> Um, you know, this is really important. Whenever I spend money, uh, I actually ask myself, is this an investment or if this, is this an expenditure? Is this just a pure expense that I'm not going to see any return back from, right? And I always ask myself that. And so I want to, as much as possible when I'm spending money, I want to spend money that's going to do something that's actually going to bring me a return. Now, Maddie and I live in a, an amazing home here right near the beach in Solana Beach, and it is a pretty heavy expenditure. But that expenditure, I don't consider an expense. I consider an investment. I have this beautiful office that I can film uh, I can film uh, podcasts in, and I have a great place that I can host and network, and I have a, a space that makes me feel abundant, and it helps me with my energy, the way that I show up to my clients, and I feel happy going to the beach all the time and taking my dog there. And my family is better off because we have the space that we need, and my dog has a yard. And you know, So that's an investment for me. It's an investment in my happiness. It's an investment in my relationship. It's actually an investment in my business and my ability to grow and make more money, right? So you want to think about you know, how am I spending my money, and is it an investment or is it a uh, an expenditure. You know, I there's a lot of things that I spend a lot of money on. We have a we have an infrared sauna. We have a cold plunge that I, each of those I spent you know over five six thousand dollars for. But that's an investment in my health, right? You know, if I'm saunaing three four times a week and if I'm cold plunging every single morning, I show up with a different energy for my business, and it's an investment in my ability to produce more income, show up for my clients. And then there's things like you know that really nice pair of shoes that I you know I already have a pair of shoes very similar. But I just really want that pair of shoes, right? That's for sure an expenditure.
That's for sure an expenditure, right? Now, the rule of thumb that I use is as much as possible, I want uh, I want my money to go to things that I would consider an investment, an investment in myself, my own personal growth, my health, in my relationships, in my own happiness, to the things that really matter to me, to the business overall. I want as much of my money that flows through to go into some form of an investment as possible. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to spend a little money if it makes me happy. Because again, if it makes me happy, that's almost like an investment. Um, but I do want to be careful of those, uh, you know, of those, you know, quick dopamine hits. And then I have a you know pile of a hundred shoes that I don't need, right? I don't need a hundred shoes. I'm a minimalist. I've got, you know, three or four pairs of shoes. I've got my running shoes. I've got my Toms and I've got two pairs of dress shoes, right? That's it. And that's really all that I need. Um, so I want you to understand as much as possible focusing on your investment. Now I had a, my financial advisor, uh, once tell me his strategy around this. Now, whenever he makes more money, whenever he makes more money. So let's go back to the analogy of you were making $5,000 a month and you invested that 500 a month into your own education and, and wellness. And, and eventually you got to the point where you were now earning $10,000 a month, right? Well, if you're earning $10,000 a month, well, you just went up $5,000 a month. And we're just going to use, uh, we're, we're going to use post-tax as the number. So we don't have to worry about taxes and stuff like that right now, just for simple numbers. Um, but if you made an extra $5,000 a month, right? What he says is you want to take 50% of that. He calls it his 50% rule. You should take 50% of that and put that back into investing. And then you take the under other 50% of that and you can spend that however you please. But take that other 50%, and when you do spend it however you please, still ask yourself, which of these expenditures would actually bring me the most long-term fulfillment, happiness, and joy, right? So let's think about it. An extra $5,000 a month, you take 2,500 of that, and you invest that. Now that might be you know, some of that going into real estate, some of that going into crypto, some of that going into your own education so that again, you could increase your productivity and your ability to produce more income and eventually earn $15,000 a month, right? So maybe you take 500 a month or a thousand a month and invest it in your own education. You take 500 a month and invest it in crypto and a thousand a month and invest it in real estate or something like that, right? So he says 50% of your increase in income you take to investment and then the other 50%, another $2,500, you can spend however you want. Go buy the shoes, go on a nice trip with your husband or your wife, uh, make sure that you're getting your dog better, better raw dog food, you know, whatever, whatever it is that you want to spend your money on, because bringing yourself that joy will allow you the fulfillment to want to go make more money as well, right? So that's number three, invest, don't spend as much as you can and follow the 50% rule when you do start making more money. Now, uh, money mindset number four is one of my favorites. It's actually the definition of money. Um, so most people don't understand the definition of money. And, and the money mindset number four is that millionaires realize that money isn't good and money isn't evil. Money is neither of those things. And we're told that money is, you know, money is the devil and money is God. And we're, we're taught all of these beliefs around what money is. And the reality is money is none of those things, right? Money is just money. Now, if you think of the actual definition of money, money is the physical or digital placeholder for social value, right? So, so for example, when I want something of social value that you have, I have to pay you money. In the past, you would give me something and I would trade you something for it. You would give me a goat and I would give you five pounds of salt, or you would give me, you would give me a goat and I would do 
you know, a month's worth of labor for you or whatever it was. You traded, you traded some service or a product of equal value. Now that got really difficult because if you wanted some salt, uh, you know, from the guy on top of the hill and you had to carry your goat to the guy on top of the hill and you wanted just a little bit of salt, he wasn't just going to hack off the, you know, the foot of your goat or something like that. Right. So we needed a better way to actually, uh, trade goods and services. And this is where money came from. It was, it, it held, it was a placeholder, physical or digital placeholder for social value. Right. So when I buy a trip, Maddie and I just bought a trip down to Costa Rica. Um, and when we bought those tickets on United, uh, you know, United doesn't want to work with Xander. So uh, yet I should say United doesn't want to work with Xander. So, you know, instead they charge me money. They charge me money to pay them for that flight down to Costa Rica. Right. And so really money is just a, a physical or digital placeholder for social value. And the reality is if money is not good or money is not evil, and it's just a placeholder for social value, if you want to make more money, you just have to bring more value to the world. The more value you bring to a person, the more money they will pay you. The more people that you bring value to, the more people will pay you that money. So if you bring more value to more people, you make more, more money, right? So that's all it is. In the end, money can actually be an ID marker for how much value and impact you're bringing to the world. Now, this is really important because money also uh, exacerbates and amplifies who you really are, right? So money is also an amplifier. So if you're a good person, money's just going to amplify who you are, right? I like to think I'm a good person. And because of that, a lot of the money that myself and Maddie make goes back to amazing causes like planting trees, getting water for families in Cambodia, um, you know, saving, saving shelter dogs and training them to become PTSD, uh, psychiatric dogs for PTSD veterans, um, you know, goes to research around consciousness and, and mindset and, and mindfulness and meditation so a lot of the money that we have goes back into uh, the, the causes that we believe in to better the world, right? And that's because I believe that Maddie and I are good people. And if we didn't have that money, we wouldn't be able to give back to those things that really need that money to continue to grow communal consciousness and help the world. So, But if you're a shitty person, money is going to make you a shittier person. If you're a shitty person and you're a greedy person, it's going to make you more greedy. If you are someone that, <coughs> uh, that you know, low, just just completely is self-centered, it's going to make you more self-centered. So, you know, one of the things that's amazing about money is it's going to make you more of who you are. Um, so if you're a good person, you deserve to fight for more money, right? Which actually brings me to my last point, which we talked about at the very beginning of this podcast, which is money won't make you happy. So um, one of my favorite quotes was from Jim Carrey. He said, I wish all the financial success to everybody in the world so that one day they will realize that there's more. And I absolutely loved this quote because a lot of people think <coughs> a lot of people think that we should be happy without money, but and they look down on themselves for wanting more money. They look down on themselves for the desire of money. And the reality is, I don't think you should ever look down on yourself for the desire of money. I don't think you ever should. Understand that it won't make you happy. Understand that money is not good or evil, but I, I want more money and I'm okay with that. And the reason that I want more money and the reason that I'm okay with that is because this is a desire of mine. In this lifetime, I believe in, I believe in past lives and, and karma and everything. In this lifetime, I was meant to be very financially abundant and I was meant to learn all of the things that, that came from being financially abundant and how that could grow me spiritually as well, right? And this is one of the things that Jim Carrey talks about. He talks about, you know, when you have a desire for, for more money, you should pursue that. 
you really should pursue that and you shouldn't feel guilty about a desire for, for more money. Um, but do understand that money won't make you happy, but you, you should be okay with wanting more money because as you build more money, you will really learn and really understand that it isn't the money that makes you happy. You'll make more money and, and it'll, it'll pull you out of scarcity and it'll help you be abundant, but it won't make you better as a husband or a wife. It won't make you better in your relationships. It won't make you better as a parent, right? You have to learn that money won't do that because once you have the money and it's still not doing it, you'll learn, holy crap, I still got to show up as a husband or a wife. I still got to show up as a parent. I still got, still got to show up as, as, a, as a community member, as a leader, as an influencer, whatever it might be that's important to you, right? As, as, a, as a spiritual being growing in your own faith, right? So you'll learn that money won't make you happy, but the desire of money, you should not feel guilty of. In fact, it's once you build abundance and you build that, that uh, money, that ability to earn money, that you're actually able to grow spiritual because you start to let go of the attachment to money. And when you don't have it, you will almost always certainly still have the attachment to money. So that's all we have for today's show. Don't forget that this, that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure you implement what you learn here with us today. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, do not forget to go to www.sydlicbook.com. That's sydlicbook.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton. Thanks a ton.